You're going to have to start over. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> Hey, we'll get back to the episode in just a second. But first, I just wanted to invite you to Raising Descendants Facebook group. It's kind of like the after party for this episode. Cindy and I will be there and answer any questions. We'll go deeper into this episode. So Raising Descendants Facebook group. We'll see you there. All right, sometimes it can feel weird. Sometimes it feels very weird when you pray for your child, specifically when you pray over your child. But that's what we're going to be talking about today is praying for your child with my beautiful co-host, Cindy Lemon. Wow, that was a shameless plug. Thank you. I uh, I'm, I'm appreciative of that of your words, Michael Lemon. You are too, and handsome male. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're totally getting off the subject because it's weird to talk about praying over your kids and to actually do it. It's uncomfortable. I'll just say it. It's uncomfortable. Absolutely, it is, and it can be until you do it enough. Yeah, when you start off with it, like it's. Pretty much, you feel like this is not going to work. It's stupid. Why am I doing this? Particularly when it's out loud. Now, when it's in your head, oh, it's flowing. It's flowing. But when it starts to get out loud and you haven't done it before, you're not really skilled at it, which means you haven't had a lot of practice at it. It is painful. It's not pretty. So, again, we are going to be working on, you know, flexing our parenting muscles in the spiritual realm and how we can kind of pump it up and become <laughs> and become better <laughs> at what we do uh, and what God's designed us to be like for our kids. All right. So I remember, uh, on kind of a more serious note, I remember this one time uh, after we had our first set of twins and we were praying with our children praying over them while they while they slept and kind of beginning to flex that muscle and one one point i woke up in the middle of the night and had this just horrible feeling that there's evil in the house and this is very strange but this is what happened yeah he's not a weirdo he's not paranoid even though he was an officer for 20 years i promise he's not paranoid i have assessed his mental health he is stable <laughs> I, at this point I have, <laughs> I have no straight jacket so i've been I've been pretty good but and it wasn't feel like oh i think i hear something in the house or i hear this noise whatever it was a feeling of there's evil in the house and so i went back into the room and i prayed for him and i prayed for him and prayed over them i you know casted out demons that they had to leave just a very weird situation i felt very weird doing it when i came back in the room and cindy was getting out of bed and i said where are you I said what are you doing and she said i had this weird feeling that there's an evil in the house is gonna go pray over the kids so weird you guys couldn't even make it up it's not like he told me i just woke up and he was gone and i was like "Ooh, this is nasty i'm getting up and praying over my kids right now and so it, do should we pray over the kids? I think absolutely. But how do you do it? Why do you do it? And we're gonna, that's kind of what we're going to dive in today. And by the way, part two to that story is we have no idea what was going on that no. night. We don't know if there was the devil himself was knocking on the door talking about I'm going to steal your kids tonight. We have no idea, but we no both felt it, and we both recognized and answered it. And one day, I'll, I guess I'll know. But that night, still a mystery. No yeah. clue. There was, there's, yeah, there's no answers to it. We just, just very, like I said, it was a very strange situation and it felt weird. Felt whatever the evil was was gone. But then as we sat there and looked at each other, like we both had that same feeling. And it's not like we've ever had that before or really kind of after at the same time. 
but it's been that was very strange. But let's talk about praying for our children. Yeah, a lot of times it doesn't get that weird. So, so compared to that, what we're going to be talking about today is easy cheesy. <laughs> Make it easy. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I really started diving into when um, we had a passel of kids in between my moments of not sleeping and not knowing what I was going to be doing from one day to the next and just trying to get through it was how did Jesus pray? I mean, if I'm struggling with how to even start out, how did he pray? And the Bible tells us exactly what Jesus said about that. And most of us who've been in church our lives know that prayer that Jesus said, this is how you do it. Mike Lemon, do you remember how Jesus said, this is how you do it? I don't remember that specific song in the Bible. No, I remember I'm hearing sorry. it on the radio. Yeah, I didn't mean that. But I remember it starts with our Father who art in heaven. That one. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. I just I just let a little nineties come through there. So, um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy, you're holy. You know everything. You have entrusted everything. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth that is it is in heaven. That's what we're talking about here. The kingdom of heaven, the descendants that we are promoting to take over the keys, the building, the making, the growing of the kingdom. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for what we've done as we forgive those who've done rotten things to us. I'm sure it didn't say that exactly, but that's the way I interpret it. Uh, That's Cindy's version. Yeah. Thank you for giving us what sustains us in our physical body and remind us that, you know, we're not perfect and we need to be forgiven and that we need to forgive others. We need to show that. And the next part about it is protect us from evil and don't let us fall into that trap because yours is the kingdom and the glory forever. So... That is kind of how I look at praying over our kids, too, is starting off with recognizing how holy of an event it was to receive these children that are going to be, you know, put into the kingdom and all those things that we just looked at and how I'm going to be fostering that in my prayer life, not in an application like this is how we're going to do this every day, but in my prayer life, how to reflect how Jesus taught us to pray for my children. First and foremost, I think that we need to thank God when we're praying for our kids. Thank Him for what He's given us, the good, the bad, and the ugly, whether it's to shape them, shape other people, or to shape us. We can't change what we got. Yeah, that's a hard one is the the thank you for the hard times. Thank you for this thing that's awful that I'm going through and that I, I, I feel like I'm being punished. Thank you for that. That's, that's, a, that's a hard one to accept. Yeah, and when we're saying thank you for our children, we're saying thank you for their hardships, for their struggles, for their strengths, for their weaknesses, for their availabilities, for everything about them, everything about Thank you for all of it, all of it. And we're saying you made this holy decision for us to have them, so thank you for allowing me to have a purpose as a parent to do what they need for, for their lives in the future, and not just their physical lives, their spiritual lives. All right, so we're thankful for what we've been given. What's the next step? I think the next bit piece is to ask God to allow us to be the parents that we're supposed to be and to look at 
biblical scriptures, to look at relationships throughout the Bible, to look at our own personal relationships which we have, and to see how God reflects those. And to ask God to let us not only just be parents, but to be the type of parents that we need to be to reflect God, that we're godly parents, that we're showing them on an everyday, in-the-moment kind of basis that we're godly parents, but that we are asking him to guide our lives, to, to put his spirit into us. We are purposefully saying, I cannot do this. I give up. I give up my rank. I give up my abilities. I give up my what I think I'm doing, which is hard for me in raising kids because I think I know everything about, you know, adolescents and children, especially when it comes to the hard stuff, because that's what I've dealt with. Oh, yeah. You think you know everything. There's no doubt about uh, that. Unnecessary. <laughs> But I, I think the, just the act of praying and giving up control, that is such a big piece of it. Is It's a hard piece, but is I think that's what God is looking for is submission. Yes. So whatever I think is right, whatever I think how I'm, how I'm supposed to do it, I want you to put that aside and enter my body, my heart, my mind when it comes to being a parent. Show me what I need to see. Now, we've talked about that a little bit in the last podcast, too, about really spending some time and working with their strengths. But particularly when it comes to practicing how to how to pray over your kids, this piece becomes extremely important because it's activating your ability to recognize, one, I don't know everything. Two, I need you to help me, God. And three, these are the pieces that are now popping out that I can do or that I need to address or that, that I'm just grateful for. And these are the things that I have to battle against. All right. So we, we've, we've come this far. Now the next step is at really practicing this. How do we practice this? Well, it's one thing to have prayers in your head. And believe me, that is the most intimate space you're ever going to have with Jesus Christ is the alone time in your quiet space, reading your Bible, singing your praises, doing whatever it takes for you to do, going up, having your mantra of your memory verse or your Bible verse that you're doing, whatever you're doing. That's the most intimate space that you are in with, with Christ. And those prayers are are pretty easy. They come fluently. They you kind of you can pour your heart out. You 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 don't have to worry about you know anybody else hearing it or being ashamed or saying it right. So the the act of spending that individual time with Christ becomes something different when you try to speak it out loud. And some of you are like, well, this is Jesus 101, how to pray. And some of you are like, oh, my goodness, I still struggle with it. And I'm telling you right now, I'm 45 years old, and it is difficult for me to pray out loud, even if there's nobody else in the room sometimes. I have to really practice that. So before you start praying over your kids and acting like you're, you know, the next best thing to uh, – <laughs> To, to the preacher that, you know, saved your soul, I'm talking that helped save your soul. I'm talking about you got to practice it. You got to do it. And I would say start it in the car because <laughs> you know nobody's there. You know nobody's going to be in there with you. You can turn your phone off and you start saying it. And it needs to still come from that place. Not for anybody can hear it, but the place that 
that God and you are speaking together. You're having a conversation. You're just saying you're part of the conversation out loud. And it becomes more real. It becomes more suited for exactly the need that you're needing or the 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 thing that you're doing with your prayer. So when we talk about praying with your kids, when you start to say that out loud, you know, let's start again with strengths. Thank you for this ability for my child to see weaknesses in others and not exploit them, but actually be kind to them. Thank you for gifting me someone that trusts me more than I do myself sometimes. Thank you for allowing your spirit to enter my body to guide me because I can't do this alone. That's stuff you can say out loud, which by the way, all those things that I just said, totally real. Like that's real stuff. I just broke it down into prayer mode for just like 30 seconds so that I could I could, I could do it and not sound like I was being corny or, or unreal. And then the other part is just the stuff that goes on every day. I don't know what to do when it comes to spending time that's really quality with my kid. Lead me into what options I may have. Let my child say something that I pick up on. Let me run into it. Let me read about it. Let somebody else say, somebody else's words say that so I know exactly what is going to be the perfect thing that's going to hook me up with my kid tonight or this week. And we're going to be able to spend quality time together that I can reflect to them what beauty they they have and what kind of wonderful relationship we have together. Again, breaking it down, breaking it down. Yeah, that's a little prayer that I'm that I'm speaking out loud in this microphone right now. When we pray over other people, sometimes that's easy. Some sometimes I remember when we were in uh, Mississippi. Um, I the, mean, other people besides our kids, right? Yeah, we were in Mississippi on that youth group trip, and we were in the as the We Will Go Ministries. I think in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, in Jackson, Mississippi. And that lady who runs that is just on fire. Mm-hmm. And like we had a big meeting, all the a whole part of this youth group who was there, probably fifteen twenty people, and had like oh five or six of her kind of mentors in there as well. And then they just started praying and started praying over each and every one of us individually. Which it's not like we went in there thinking, oh, we're gonna get prayed over today. But that was that was a definitely a moment. If you've never been prayed over, that, that was that was the first time for me. Yeah, I'm glad you looked at it from that from that perspective too like i don't know other people other adults that are christians that have accepted that that's what they're i don't it didn't bother me to pray over those kinds of people now receiving it which is what you just yeah. said woo waterworks yeah receiving it i Different can remember situation. i can remember when that you became a deacon in the church and they had, you know, prayed over you and done that thing. And then I had one of the female deacons come and put her hands on me and pray over me because obviously there were some sacrifices that I was going to have to make with small children and Mm -hmm. you being a deacon. Water works, felt it coming through my body. I mean, it was, it was no joke. It was so powerful and so meaningful. It was a moment that I will never forget because it truly was allowed God to come through. And there's been other times, obviously, that we've been prayed over as well. But, you know, to be a recipient of that as an adult is really phenomenal. And it's 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 such a part of the kingdom that is special and and receiving of God's blessings through another person or body of Christ is is beautiful. 
So to gift that to your kids, you're speaking to Mike about what what that really means for them, not just for us, but for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you you are not just praying for, you know, you can say, oh, I'm praying for you, you know, thoughts and prayers and hit send or whatever. But this is I'm truly praying for you right now in your presence and in the presence of God. And it's a discipline. And it's a it is a discipline. I started something a few years ago where I didn't want to be that person that just said, I'm praying for you, girl. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a tough one. I'm going to pray for you. You know, specifically, it says in the Bible, don't don't act like, don't be saying stuff like that unless you're really going to do it. And I found myself questioning, like, of course, if I said I'm going to pray for you, I'd write it down, something on my little calendar or, or thing like that. But but I was I was lacking the resolve to really take the time to say, no, I told her I was going to pray for her. So where am I with that? And for certain situations, I decided to do 40 days of prayer. And I've done that for a few people where I text them prayers every day for 40 days straight. And again, I think 40 is a biblical number. There's a lot of cool stuff that happened in the Bible in 40 days. Um, And if that is what I needed to do to kind of discipline myself and to know that somebody else was going to be counting on that. And I don't mean counting on it like they had to reply to me, but I had made a promise to them. Mm-hmm. I sure didn't want to break it. So again, they didn't even have to reply, but to to know that during that 40 days of time, I was disciplining myself to give the space to love them, to pray over God, over them for God, and to send that prayer to them so that they know, I'm not joking around, like, like I am literally calling on the master of the universe for you because it's hard right now. To do that for your own kid, I mean, come on, people, does it get any better than that? Mm-hmm. I mean, really? True, truly. <laughs> to be able to, to, to access the maker of the universe to say, please, please let me be the hands and feet to this human, to these humans. I mean, it's just cool stuff. It's awesome. It's really cool stuff. So... That's where the speaking in out loud starts to become real when you say it out loud to these kids. And I, I think even if you're, it's not like when we when we pray over our children that they're like, oh, this is such a special time. Thank you so much. I don't think no, that's ever No, they probably happened. think it's weird too sometimes. They probably think it's weird. <laughs> but they will get it as, <laughs> as they get older. And they will get it when they become parents as well. Yeah, and, and let's talk about a little bit of the don'ts too when it comes to praying over your kid. Don't make it a confessional of all the horrible things that they've done for the day and hoping that God's going to fix them because <laughs> because that might not work in your favor. Like, for instance, I was an only child, and I've already said my shout-outs in the first podcast to my parents, Nancy and Newell Sellers, who are wonderful humans. My dad passed away a few years ago, and so he's rejoicing now, but I still got Nancy. Still got Nancy hanging in there with me, and she's wonderful. But So I had wonderful Christian parents, and one of the things—now, they didn't pray over me in a descending manner, but one of the things that they would do when I'd be in the car, they'd have this conversation like— well, I sure hope she learned her lesson about that. (laughs) 
And then the other parent would be like, well, I do too, because it's going to be a hard road if she doesn't. And I'm back there like, hello, I'm right here. Like, hello, parents, I'm here. <laughs> I can I can actually physically hear what you're saying. I'm not sure how you want me to respond to this right now, but I hear that I messed up. I got you loud and clear. I'm guilty in the back seat. Got it. <laughs> it's kind of, the, kind of the Southern thing will bless her heart. Yes, yes, yes. And then there was silence where I had to sit in my guilt and misery. Oh, Man, they were good. <laughs> they were. Now, with that being said, my parents never prayed over me like that. Don't get me wrong. But they had those moments where they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, she did that. She knows. Look at her back there looking guilty. I mean, like I wasn't sitting there. That's the, the when you're saying your prayers, include them. So it's not just like you're having this conversation with the eternal force of the universe, giving them the guilt trip over the horrible things that they've done. That's not a good tactic. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say not. Start with the strengths. Start with what you saw in them that day. Reflect to God what you're grateful for and make it sincere. Your kids know. Your kids know when it's sincere, when it's not. Put your hand on their head or their arm or their leg and ask God in their presence to be the parent that you need to be for them, for you to have the eyes and the ears, for you to tame your tongue or your temper, which you're really confessing your own insecurities or things that you're needing to work on. And then guess what that tells them in your prayer time, in that most intimate conversation with the creator of the universe, you are also confessing, I'm not perfect. And I have to rely on God on this. And that's meaningful. That's meaningful for them. Absolutely. So let's run through the, the steps that we covered today and then close us out. All right. So first and foremost, we pray like Jesus taught us to pray. We, we use those principles and we, and we put that on our kids if we don't know how to start. And I'm not talking about just starting when things are bad. I'm talking about starting right now, disciplining yourself. Today. Today to start praying for your kids. And when you start seeing the outcome at the end of a day, at the end of a week, at the end of the month, it may not be that your kids are wonderful and acting great because that's not the promise that we were given. But the change that it makes in you and how you decide that you're going to integrate prayer more in your life and how you're going to integrate the things that God has gifted you to see in your kid's life, invaluable, totally invaluable. So you're going to spend that time in disciplining yourself to see what God has to say about to you and for your children. And then you're going to practice you start speaking it out loud. You're going to make it real. You're going to make it where the intimate love that your God and you have for each other in a conversation about your children can be not made something different just because it's said out loud, that it's still tried and true. So you practice that. And then you start praying out loud over your kids about the stuff that really matters. And that's big time. That's big. That's when the rubber meets the road. And then guess what? They start expecting it. They want to know when you're going to do it, and whether that's at night, which is what we choose to do before they go to sleep, or whether it's in the morning, or whether it's before a big event that they're having. They start to want it and need it, and you can feed that to them, and they will instantly start to remember that peace, that kindness, that love. You're, tr you're giving them the gift that transcends time and space. Whether If you, something was to happen to you the next day, they know what it feels like to be in an intimate relationship with with their parents and God at right the same there, time at the same time at the same time as a closing I feel like that 
we all need prayers of gifting us the ability to really maintain what's important. And, you know, we're going to talk about lots of things that you can do to help your life as a parent through raising descendants. But this one is huge. It's huge. And it doesn't take a lot of time and effort. It doesn't like a lot of um, education. It doesn't take a lot of research. It just takes shutting your mouth for a minute, listening to what's been spoken to your heart, and then emptying your soul back and having a relationship, an intimate relationship with the ultimate God in heaven. So we're going to pray real quick about that. Dear God, thank you so much for gifting us the beauty of our children. And I'm not talking about physical beauty, Lord. I'm talking about the wonderful strengths that you gave them as an individual human that we can foster and, and grow for your kingdom. We don't know what we've done to deserve these wonderful children. We don't know why that you gave them to us. But we ask that you continue to grow us and to promote you through us. Make us understand through whatever means necessary that we need you to do this and that we're going to make time to allow you to work through us for the next descendants. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you found value in the episode today, Cindy and I would really appreciate giving us a positive review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to. And we'd also love to hear from you. So jump over to www.raisingdescendants.com, hit the record a voicemail, and you can leave us a message, or you can even ask us a question, and we'll answer it on the air. We'll see you there.